If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 and verse 10. The Bible says this, Paul writes in Romans 12, 10. He says to love each other. Say that with me, love each other. Say with genuine affection. Say and take delight in honoring each other. Mm. Wow. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Today, September 11th, we remember what took place 21 years ago. All the lives that were lost, uh, civilians, first responders, many, many others. We'll never forget the bravery and the selflessness that was exemplified on that day. And today, we also celebrate Grandparents' Day. How many grandparents do we have here this morning? That's a lot of grandparents. Wow. What a blessing. That's a blessing, right? I always, I always hear how great it is to be a grandparent. I'm always hearing that. You get to spoil the kids and then get rid of them. Oh, man. I'm in no rush to be a grandparent, don't get me wrong, but that whole, you know, letting them go to someone else's house is just, that's beautiful. <laughs> you get, a, you get a, 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 have a good time with them and give them sugar and get them all hyped up and take no naps whatsoever so their parents get to deal with the madness afterwards. What an awesome thing. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> We celebrate our grandparents and all the great things that they have done, the legacy that they have left. I think, of, I think of my grandparents who are now with the Lord, and man, I was blessed with some great grandparents. Blessed. Just so, so blessed. Uh, you know, I could, I could always remember getting home from school and, 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 and coming to my grandma's house, and, and she'd always have food ready. Oh, man. Oh, I could, I could smell it right now. Always food on the stove. I got so many stories, but I just can't tell them because some are really embarrassing. <laughs> but so many stories that I have about my grandparents and just such awesome, awesome people. Such hard workers. Hard workers. I mean, my goodness. Hard workers. And today I want to speak about or speak on a subject that applies to both. What took place 21 years ago here in the United States? And also with, uh, with Grandparents Day taking place today and honoring them, I want to speak on exactly that, and that is honor. I titled this message this morning, The Honor Culture. The Honor Culture. You know, we honor those who gave their lives or who, or who lost their lives on September 11th. We honor them by ourselves being selfless. When you do for others, you are honoring them. 
When you, are, when you are putting yourself second and putting someone else before you, you're honoring them. When you are brave in spite of crisis, when you are brave because you want to, because you want to save someone else's life, you are honoring their lives. You are honoring their sacrifice. We honor our grandparents by treating them with respect, don't we? How many can say amen to that? Grandparents, this is a sermon that you need to say amen to quite a bit. All right? Just, just letting you know. We show them respect going out of your way maybe to say hi. How are you doing? Can I help you with something? Can I get the door for you? You know, we don't realize sometimes, but it's those same grandparents, those same people who have, who have uh, uh, God has used their lives to keep these doors open in this church. And so in showing respect, we can say, you know what, let me hold the door open for you. Let me, let me, let me show you some honor. You show them honor by learning from them. They have a lot to teach. I remember my, grand, my grandfather, I could, always, I could always sit next to him while watching the Dodger game. He loved watching the Dodgers, and so, do, and so do I. But he always had something to teach you. There was always, there was always something that, that he, that he uh, uh, wanted to instill into his grandchildren, if you would just listen. I remember... I remember being a, you know, being a youngster, and you know, we would, you know, as youngsters do, we would run amok in the house. And you know, we, we, were, we were at my grandparents quite a bit, and, and, and I was always hanging out with my cousins. And when my, when my grandpa was home, and we were running in his house, he would, you know, because he had real rough English, you know, he's from Mexico, and, and so he would say, he would say this, he would say, stop to play. <laughs> He didn't say stop playing. He said stop to play. <laughs> but we knew he meant business. <laughs> if you didn't listen that first time, you were going to catch a beat down. <laughs> Grandpa didn't mess around. And Grandpa was strong, too. He had big old arms. I don't know if he was a bodybuilder or what, but I just think he was a hard worker. Be understanding. We can honor them by being understanding. You know, typically grandparents are a little, are a little, a little older in age, right? And so sometimes we may think, you know, well, you know, you know, grandpa, grandma, they don't know what they're talking about. They're old. Don't do that. Why? Because that's dishonor. We're going to be getting into the spirit of dishonor this morning. Don't allow that spirit to jump onto you, even in these subtle kind of ways, or maybe, maybe they seem uh, uh, not so bad. Grandma and grandpa know more than you. They do. They have much more experience, young sir. And I'm not talking to the teenagers. You know, teenagers, yes, as well, if you're in here. But even, even as, as adults, even as adults, those, those grandparents, your parents, they know more than you. They have more life experience. 
And that's a fact. So we do them the honor by taking heed to their instruction, by listening to what they have to say. Why? Because they're doing it for your good. They're doing it for your well-being. And if you don't listen, it only hurts us, doesn't it? The honor culture. Romans 12, 10, once again, says, Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. I believe God wants to raise a people that show honor. I believe he does. I believe he is raising right now people, his church, the body of Christ, to be a people who show honor. Today's society, it seems like we live in a society of, of, uh, uh, in a spirit of dishonor, where no one respects anyone. Position doesn't even matter anymore. Authority, what does that even mean? I can do whatever I want whenever I want. That's the way to, to, uh, today's society thinks. And like I said, it's not just young people. But it's society as a whole. When we develop this attitude of, you know what, I'm going to do things my way. Right? Like old Frank Sinatra. That was well before my time. <laughs> but I've heard the song. <laughs> We find ourselves in a world of hurt, as the world does today. Why? Because they've, we've allowed the spirit of dishonor to infiltrate our hearts, to infiltrate our words, our homes, even the churches. This spirit of dishonor, it'll go wherever we take it. And although honor is an internal attitude of respect or reverence, it should also be accompanied by appropriate attention and even obedience. You see, honor without these actions is incomplete. It's just lip service. As the book of Isaiah 29 says, Isaiah 29, 13, it says this, and so the Lord says, in Isaiah 29, 13, the Lord says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. How many know that God sees the heart of man? He sees what no one else does. And he says, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts say something different. Their actions, their actions uh, uh, do different. It's just lip service. See, honor must not only be internal, but it must also be accompanied by actions. The Lord continues. And he says, because they only honor me with their lips and not with their heart, he says this, he says, wisdom and understanding will be removed from them. Mm. Wow. How many of you want to live with wisdom and understanding? Oh, man. 
I don't know about you, but I really want wisdom and understanding in my life. Why? Because I'm raising, I'm raising kids here. You know, I'm raising children. I'm married. I need wisdom and understanding. And then I'm also a pastor. I need wisdom and understanding. I need it in my life. Without it, oh my goodness, I would be a wreck. The Lord says, those who honor me will have wisdom and understanding. But those who show the opposite, that will be removed from them. You see, the source of all honor is God. Why? Because he is our sovereign creator. And also his character, his flawless character as a loving father. Always knowing what is best for you and I. When I was young, as I mentioned before, I was always taught to show honor. Show honor. You don't talk back to any elder. It doesn't even matter if they're, if they're, if they're related to you or not. You don't talk back to an elder. It doesn't matter what, what kind of, you know, or if, if they're wrong or what, you don't talk back. You don't do it. I was always taught, show honor. When we go to someone's house, you show honor by, by not messing up their property. <laughs> you don't make a mess in someone else's house, right? That's a sign of honor. I know my kids, I would like to think that they are well-trained. <laughs> And I'm blessed because I've, I've actually heard before, you know, on occasion, you know, your kids are well-behaved. Well, there's a reason for that. It wasn't by accident. <laughs> there's a, yeah, it, that wasn't just, oops, they're good kids. <laughs> it's, it's consistency. It's discipline. It's teaching them to show honor. It's teaching them to show respect. We're going to go over so, you know, so-and-so's house, and you better, not, you better not act a fool. And I was taught these things when I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to dishonor my parents. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. There was consequences. I was taught that verse very young, growing up in church, Exodus 20, verse 12, to honor your father and mother, or else what? Or else you'll die. <laughs> Remember that ending of that verse? <laughs> That's the way we were taught. Listen, or God's going to strike you down. I'm telling you, that puts the fear of God into any kid. They hear something like that. The Bible says to honor your father and mother. The Bible says that if you do so, that you will live a long, full life. I joke about saying that, that you're going to die. But who knows? Because the opposite of showing honor to your parents is showing dishonor. 
And what is the opposite of a long and full life? A short and empty life. I'm just using common sense here. I think of even my grandparents. Man, if I showed dishonor to someone, even in front of my grandparents, I would get smacked. They would set me straight. They would set me straight. They would not, they would not allow me to live life like that. Why? Because it's only going to hurt me. It's not the way you live. It's not the way you treat people. How many can say amen? And especially not the way God's children live or are supposed to. God seeks for us to be a people that show honor. It doesn't matter who it is. The Bible says to, to honor all people. Honor all people. So just in case you were, you were trying to get out of it and say, well, you know what? Let's find a loophole in, the, in God's word, like, you know, like people seem to do a lot. You know, I want to find a loophole in God's word. That's just rebellion. That's all that is. Don't be looking for loopholes in God's word because that means that your heart isn't right. See, those who are seeking to follow God will never even think of looking for loopholes in God's word. That's a nugget that you need to grasp as well this morning. That wasn't in my notes. Don't look for loopholes in God's word. Tweet that one or Instagram, I don't know. <laughs> as I mentioned, 1 Peter 2.17, Peter writes, honor all people. You can never go wrong by showing honor to everyone. You can never go wrong. You're not going to miss out on anything. You're not going to have any regrets when you decide, you know what, I'm going to show honor to everyone. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be partial. I'm not going to just say, oh, you know what, um, let's see here. When was your birthday? Are you older than me? Because <laughs> then, then we'll see if I have to listen to you. Because I was taught to honor my elders, but if you're not older than me, then hey, I can tell you off. Honor all people, and you'll never go wrong. You'll always see the blessings of God upon your life. But what if they're not deserving? Ooh, the million-dollar question, right? What if they don't deserve my honor? I'm holding my honor for someone really good, and this person, no way. I'm not wasting this honor on that person. No way. They don't deserve it. Let's look at Genesis chapter 9. Let's see what God's word has to say about this. Genesis chapter 9, verse 20. Here we find Noah after the flood, and it begins like this in verse 20. It says, after the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day... He drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem, 
and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Verse 25, then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. And he says, may Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, may the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the, proper, the prosperity of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. See, remember what Exodus, what the Bible says in Exodus 20, verse 12, and it says to honor your father and mother unless they are drunk and acting foolish. Is that what it says? Somebody correct me here. No, it does not. The Bible just says to honor your, mother, your, your father and mother, period. Honor your father and mother. See, here we find a situation where Noah obviously did a foolish thing. He was drunk, and because he was, he was not in his right mind, as alcohol does, because he was not in his right mind, as alcohol does, <laughs> some of you are like, what, what? Yeah, I said that. He got naked. He didn't even know what he was doing. The youngest son, Ham, comes in and sees him like that and, and goes out to call his brothers. Hey, look at Pops. Pops is wasted. He isn't, he isn't even wearing any clothes. I'm sure if there were phones back then, he'd probably take a picture. Post it. <laughs> Look at my pops. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Drink up. I don't know. The Bible says that his two other brothers came in. They didn't have the same outlook that Ham had, and the Bible says that they walked in backwards. They didn't want to see him naked. They didn't want to shame him. And they walked in backwards, and they covered him. Because of that, Noah cursed Ham's son. See, the Bible says to honor your father and mother regardless. Why? So that we do not give in to the spirit of dishonor. You don't want to give in to that spirit. Why? Oh, my goodness, because it destroys it destroys you and I. As a nation, it destroys. You can only imagine what it does to a church. What it does to, what it seeks to do in the body of Christ. This spirit of dishonor. The Bible says that Shem and Japheth displayed the spirit of honor as they covered their father. 
You see, what God wants us to understand is this. Because you could think, and you think, well, was Noah really deserving of honor in his predicament? This is the question I asked before. Well, what if the person is not deserving? Was Noah deserving of honor in his current state? That's the question. Because some might say yes, some might say no. But even though he was drunk and naked, he was still their father. It didn't change that fact. And they weren't to show honor only when he was in his right mind, but they were to show honor because he is still their father. And that's what God is calling them to do. And for you and I, church, it is no different when we ask the question, well, what if they're not deserving? It doesn't matter. God is calling you to be a people of honor. He's calling you to be it. And it doesn't matter what the other person is doing or is not doing or if they don't meet your standards of receiving honor. You're a child of God. Let me tell you, this sermon, I'm like, I'm preaching to myself right now, but you can receive some of it too, all right? Receive the word this morning. (laughs) Because I know I'm not alone in this. Because I know we're human. I've asked these questions many a times. Well, God, do you really want me to still honor so-and-so even when they did this? Those questions fly through my head like crazy. God says, I'm not asking you to wait until you feel that they're ready. I'm asking you to do it right now. I'm asking you to do it right now. And you keep doing it. See, what God was showing them is that the spirit of honor would not only elevate you, but it'll elevate your children. And it'll elevate your children's children. This is what you need to grasp, that this spirit of honor you need, to, you need to keep it alive and well in your life. Why? Because it's going to affect your children. And on the contrary, the spirit of dishonor will also affect your children. It's nothing to take lightly. We hear in the Bible that, that, that the Bible doesn't say that, that Noah cursed Ham, his son. Who did he curse? He cursed his grandchild. He cursed Ham's son, Canaan. And he said, because of your actions, Ham, your son is cursed. And he will be the servants to his relatives. Because of your actions. Wow, that is strong. But this is how serious God sees it. This is how serious God deals with the spirit of dishonor. Because there is no room in the body of Christ for the spirit of dishonor. There's no room for it. Those two do not go together. It's the principle of sowing and reaping, right? Isn't it? That's exactly what it is. You reap what you sow. If you are dishonorable to to people, 
If you, if you show no respect for others, guess what? It's going to affect your children. And your children will not show respect for anyone and you. It's a curse. It's a curse. Don't bring that curse upon your family. Church, don't do it. And you teach others, you teach others that they don't want this upon their children. So if they want to keep that off, then we need to be a people that shows honor. You may get away with it in the present, but you will reap with your children. See, it doesn't matter what society is doing around us. God is calling his church to be a people of honor. It doesn't matter what you, what you see out in the streets. A lot of them are unbelievers. And we are not to be like the unbeliever. We are not to, to have a mindset like the unbeliever. We are not to have, to have the, the, the uh, uh, hope or lack of hope that they do not have. Our hope is in Christ. Our strength is in Christ. Our direction comes from him. Do you want mighty works to take place in your lives this morning? Some do. Do you want those mighty works to take place in your life today? Then you need to be a people of honor. Be a people that honors those around you. Keep that spirit of honor. Romans 13, 7 says, give respect and honor those who are in authority. Man, this one catches so much slack nowadays. This verse, I guarantee you, catches so much heat. But as a child of God, you don't get to pick and choose what verses you get to follow. You don't say, well, God, you know, this one sounds really good. Man, God, you're awesome. I can use this verse. Man, you're the greatest. And then you read this one over here, and it says, respect all authority, and you're like, not right now. Not yet. Maybe when they start showing me some respect, then I'll show some respect back. Well, look for that verse in the Bible. I'll give you, I'll give you all year, the rest of the year to look for it. You're not going to find it. You're not going to find it because the Bible says to show respect regardless. It says to show honor regardless. It doesn't say show honor only if they show honor to you. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that we are to be the people that shows the honor regardless. Regardless. We must realize that those bad attitudes that we may have, those bad outlooks that we have toward authority is a spirit. It's a spirit. It's the spirit of dishonor. That's exactly what it is. The next time you find yourself thinking bad thoughts toward authority, that's the spirit of dishonor. You need to rebuke that in Jesus' name. You need to rebuke it. You need to call it out for what it is, and you need to rebuke it. I bind you, lying devil, trying to, trying to infiltrate my thoughts in my heart. I'm the Lord's. 
I'm not going to allow you to get me to live in rebellion. You're not doing that. Why? Because I don't, I don't want my life to, to be affected by it, nor my children. I want my children to grow, to grow up respecting authority. Because if they don't, they're going to be in a world of hurt. Spirit of dishonor. It'll have you talking bad about your boss. <sighs> Is it altar call yet? <laughs> talking bad about your leaders. Talking bad about your pastors. This is what the spirit of dishonor does. This is exactly what it does. See, honor has to do with your own standard. As I mentioned before, it doesn't matter if the person is deserving. This is a standard that God wants you to live by. See, honor has to do with you. It has to do with me. I'm the person. I'm the person that needs to show this. It isn't, you don't, you keep your eyes off of everyone else and you focus on yourself and you say, what do I need to do to show honor? What is God calling me to do to show honor to those around me? Doesn't matter how someone treats you, you need to decide in, in your heart that I'm not gonna return hate for hate. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because all it does, it creates more hate. Hating someone because they hated you never, never turns out into a positive. You need to decide that I'm not going to allow the spirit of dishonor to infiltrate my heart. I'm not going to allow it to affect my actions. But I'm going to keep the spirit of honor and instead of talking about them, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek God. I'm going to seek God in this matter. And I'm going to give them to God. And in those times that I want to say what I want to say, I'm going to keep quiet and I'm going to give it to God. See, when we, when we cut someone off, because we don't like this or that about them. And now you can no longer receive anything from them, from all that God has gifted them with. You're only hurting yourself. When you say, you know what? I've, I've just turned this individual off because I don't like what they're saying. Or I don't like them. Guess what? The only one that's losing is you. Why? Because there's a good word that God has for you that you need to listen 
too. And when you, when you cut someone off because of personal feelings or emotions, you're going to miss out on all the blessings that God has for your life. You're going to miss out on that word that God had just for you today to hear because you've allowed the spirit of dishonor to enter into your life. See, that spirit seeks to rob you and I. It seeks to rob you of that good word that God has for you. It seeks to, it seeks to rob uh, uh, your children and your grandchildren of those blessings that God has for their life. It seeks to rob you from being a godly mentor to someone else. It seeks to, to rob you of that promotion at work because you have that bad attitude. So you don't have to listen to them. Just do whatever you want. That's the spirit of dishonor. Numbers 12, verse 1, says this, and it says, Miriam and Aaron began to talk about Moses because of his Cushite wife, for, she had, for he had married a Cushite, and the Lord heard this. So here you have these siblings you have Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Miriam and Aaron were criticizing Moses because he married an Ethiopian woman. Not only was she a different race, but she was of a different color. And they were criticizing him. The Bible says, and the Lord heard this. I want you to check this out in verse number four. In Numbers 12 says, at once the Lord said to Moses, said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, come out to the tabernacle of meeting, all three of you. So the three of them went out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stopped or stepped forward, he said, listen to my words. When there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, re reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. Because of that, he says, with him, I speak face to face. I don't speak to him in dreams or visions. I speak to him face to face. Clearly, and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. He says, I allow Moses to see me. He says, so then why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Verse 9 says, the anger of the Lord burned against them, and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous. It became as white as snow. Aaron turned toward her and saw that she had a defiling skin disease. And he said to Moses, his brother, he says, Please, my Lord, I ask you not to hold against us the sin we have so foolishly committed. See, what was taking place right here? The Lord was exposing and dealing with the spirit of dishonor. 
Miriam and Aaron were dishonoring their brother and his wife because they didn't, they didn't agree with who he married. And the Lord saw this, and the Lord was angry with this. And the Lord turned, the Bible says, turned her skin into a leprous skin. She had leprosy. It's that same spirit that got into Satan, that got him cast out, the spirit of dishonor. I'm not going to show you honor, God. I want the honor. Isn't that what it was? It's that same nasty spirit that tries to get onto you and I. Mm. You need to see it for what it is. And I guarantee you right now, the enemy does not want this sermon preached this morning. Why? Because it's going to bring forth healing this morning. It's going to bring change. It's going to bring understanding. It's going to bring insight. Because many of you were dealing with things in your life and you had no idea that it's the spirit of dishonor taking place in your life right now. It opened my eyes when I, was, when I was doing my teaching. Wow, God, this is what's really happening in my life. God, I don't want to be robbed of any blessings that you have in store for me. Lord, I want those floodgates to be open, Lord, so help me to show honor to all people. As the worship team comes forward this morning, Malachi 2, 2 says, listen to me and make up your minds to honor my name, says the Lord of heaven's armies. He says, or I will bring a terrible curse against you. I will curse even the blessings you receive. But I don't want to leave you on a sour note this morning. Proverbs 3, verse 9. Proverbs 3, 9. Says this. It says to honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Now this isn't a verse to start drinking. All right? This is what I, this is what I meant by loopholes in God's word. Man, I'm telling you. you Got to be careful nowadays. That's a whole other sermon that I don't mind doing as well. <laughs> What God is saying is that he wants you to know that there are greater blessings in showing honor. When you show honor to God, when you show honor to people, that, that great are the blessings, mighty are the things that you are gonna see take place in your life. Mighty are the things that we are going to see as a church, as a nation, when we start acting like a people uh, as God wants us to be. Yes, there are consequences for dishonor, but there are even greater blessings for the spirit of honor. As you honor the Lord, he releases mighty things into our lives. I believe God is gonna bring healing this morning. I know he's gonna bring healing this morning. He is going to this morning, that enemy has been, has been called out. That enemy has been exposed this morning.
those thoughts that you may have in your, in, your, in your head, those words that you might speak towards so-and-so, maybe not even to their face, but just in, in, your, in your heart and in your thoughts. You're thinking all these things. And you think, well, you know what? I didn't say it, so, you know, I'm still good. But you want to you cleanse your thoughts. You want to cleanse your mind, don't you? God wants your mind to be cleansed. This morning as we bow our heads, as every head is bowed, every eye closed.